Hello, Ash. Mm. How are you doing? I'm good, Greg. How are you? Yeah, welcome to another episode, everybody, of our Haunted Pub Crawl. So we've been in Scotland. We've come down into England. And we're just finishing off in Newcastle and making our way down to another big haunted city of the UK. Yeah, come down into North Yorkshire. Yes. Northeast. Yeah, so I'll I'll finish us off in Newcastle then. So awesome. the pub that oh god. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'll edit that bit out. So the pub that I am taking us to is the Alum so the Alum Ale House. Um it was also called the Alum House Tavern, the Alum House Ham as well. Um, and it existed when it first opened in the like, 16th century. It was part of the glass-blowing era of the, the northeast of the UK. Um, and lots of sailors frequented it and whatnot. So it's built up quite a, a reputation over like, what well, that would be like three, mm-hmm. 400 years. So it's based in South Shields. It's reputed as all the pubs that we speak about on these episodes as one of the, the most haunted pubs in the northeast of England, with many reports of ghostly sightings and paranormal activity. Uh, by 1909, the proprietor is listed as being J.E. Martin, and by 1920, an E. Todd, and by 1932, a P. Cassidy. It was perhaps from this extensive period as a pub that many tales of hauntings originate. As it currently stands, there have been six recorded ghosts. Charlie, the Victorian gentleman, the giggling Irish prostitute, Mm -hmm. the grey lady, Mm -hmm. the phantom in the cupboard, and the phantom barman. So part of my research was I I would look at each of these in turn, but I couldn't find any information about old Charlie or the phantom in the cupboard. But what I will start is... With the giggling Irish prostitute, because why the not? When there's yeah, exactly. There's so it's a rich history of sailors uh, and all sorts over the years. So, ladies of the night, the oldest profession in the world, have always had um, sort of roots in some of our haunted pubs episodes. Um, yeah. So why not in this one? So the the name of the prostitute was Meg. So she's been affectionately known as Giggling Meg or the Giggling Irish Prostitute. So according to local folklore and legend, Meg is a ghostly entity that is said to haunt the alehouse. Um, she's often described as a friendly and playful ghost who is known for her distinctive laughter, hence the giggling. Some people have reported seeing her ghostly figure in the rooms upstairs of the pub where she is said to have worked as a prostitute in life. Uh, others have reported hearing her laughing echo through the pubs, halls, and corridors, even where there, even when there are no living people present. The origins of Giggly Meg's ghost story are unclear, but it is likely that the tale has been passed down over generations, has become part of local folklore and le- legend. Some people believe that Giggly Meg was a real person who worked at the Alamale House in the past, while others think she may be a figment of people's imaginations which is an interesting take on it, or a creation of the pub's haunted reputation. And she's just sort of come about as 
stories over the years. The next entity is the grey lady. Everywhere seems to have a grey lady or brown lady or white lady. Grey lady. Yeah. yeah. So the grey lady. Never a pink, never a pink lady or a, a lady in red or something lady. like that. No. No. It's but it's interesting. We we've spoken about grey ladies or grey ghosts before, and it could be like the monochrome. So they, they probably were in colour at one point in their life and where it's like a stone tape theory or like a replay of a um, like a video memory as such. It could be that that is just a monochrome version. So she could have colour to her, but we only yeah, see it's her as Colour TV wasn't invented yet. Exactly. So, it's, so, it's so yeah, the stones weren't around in the colour TV area, era. So who knows? But lots of grey ladies um they're according to locals the grey lady is believed to be the ghost of a former owner of the pub who died in the building there are various accounts of the grey lady's appearance and behavior some people have reported seeing her as a misty figure wearing a long grey dress while others have described her as a solid apparition that appears to be a real person at first glance some also believe that she is a friendly ghost who means no harm while others have reportedly feeling a sense of unease or fear in her presence. I think, though, if you're going to witness a ghost or an apparition, something that you don't normally see, it probably would give you some kind of sense of unease or fear. Hmm. Seeing yeah, well, something yeah, out of the ordinary. People. Yeah. Grey Lady is said to frequent the upstairs rooms of the pub, uh, where she's often seen walking the corridors or looking out of the windows. Some people have also reported hearing strange noises and unexplained footsteps in the upstairs room, which they believe may be the Grey Lady's ghostly footsteps. Again, the origins of the Grey Lady, apart from potentially being a former owner, are unclear. Um, and again, like the Giggling Meg, it could just be a story that's sort of grown into some kind of legend over the years. Um but is one that has endured the test of time. Do you, so, do you think ghost stories are good for tourism? You think yes. These stories yeah. Maybe embellished yeah. by the owners a little bit. If you can make it like some creaky noises, turn it into like footsteps of a previous owner or a sailor who was murdered, then yeah, I think um, it certainly helps attract people because it gives it something different or not different at the moment because we've got loads of pubs that are haunted. But I do think um, you've got places like 30 East Drive. If there was no ghost story there, that it would just be a normal house. And you can attract like a panel TV show to come around yeah. and yeah. get it on the internet, on tele, just obviously people then want to go visit it. So yeah, that's... Yeah, get and more, get more punters in. Yeah, and you think the money that some groups charge to go um, and do a ghost hunt somewhere can be like thirty, forty pound for a ticket? They might have twenty or thirty people there. It can soon add up to some good money just for one night. So, it definitely helps business. So the next spirit is the Victorian gentleman, which, as I found out during my research 
seems to fit the phantom barman that I talked about at the start. So there are various accounts of the barman's appearance. Um, some people reported seeing his ghostly figure in the pub cellar, where he's said to spend much of his time during his life. Others have reported hearing unexplained noises and footsteps coming from the cellar, which they believe may be the barman's presence. The barman is often described as a shadowy figure who appears to be dressed in Victorian-era clothing, such as a waistcoat and a top hat, and some people have reported seeing him carrying a tray of drinks or walking through the pub's halls as if he was still serving drinks to patrons. There have been reports of a ghostly presence in the cellar of the Alum House in South Shields. While the identity of the ghost is not always specified, people do suggest it's this particular Victorian barman or another former employee of the pub. Visitors to the cellar have reported hearing unexplained noises, footsteps, whispers, as if someone or something is moving around them. Some have also reported feeling a sudden drop in temperature or a sense of unease or fear, as if they're not alone in the cellar. There have also been reports of objects moving on their own in the cellar, or of people feeling as if they're being touched or grabbed by an unknown force. These experiences have led to some people believe that the ghost in the cellar is a restless or malevolent spirit who may just be trying to make contact with the living in some way. Uh, like the other ghostly entities associated with the Alamale House, the origins of the Victorian barman's ghost story are unclear. Some people believe that he may be residual energy or a remnant of the pub's past, while others think that he may be an intelligent haunting meaning that he is aware of his surroundings and may interact with living people. And that is a story of some of the entities at the Alum Ale House. I like so the, some of the, the stories like thing. that. Yeah, with like the, the barman seeing carrying drinks and stuff. I think like, yeah, being a lot of being afterlife. Maybe this isn't it. That is, there is something after. But then... He's still going to work after, fuck me. Like, I can't even I die and stop working. <laughs> yeah, carry on working. Are you dead? Fucking hell. I don't know if you want to be in the afterlife. If that <laughs> That's case. hell, isn't it? Hmm. Maybe, yeah, someone get trapped and forced to work at a bar for No wonder days. they're angry and throwing glasses around. It's like, fucking now, another day here. <laughs> this shit old. <laughs> another century here. Yeah. <laughs> So, yes, that is our whistle stop tour of the Alamale House. Um, and that is Newcastle done. Awesome. So, I'm going to bring us down a little bit, coming more into Northern England, into New Yorkshire, and a town that we will probably spend quite a bit of time in, I'd imagine, just due to its history, the famous bars, famous places. And that is York. I've never nice been there. Little, and you've never been to York. Nope. Oh, I'll have to take it's. It's nice. It's a nice place. It's uh, quite a small city, but obviously the history, massive, massive history to yeah. it. And the pub that I'm going to talk about this this episode is the Golden Fleece. Ooh, nice, nice, nice little. And again, perhaps the most haunted pub in York. <laughs> This early 16th century inn, so yeah. very, very old. 
having first been documented in 1503. Wow. So 600 and 500 years old. 500. (laughs) Yeah, you're right, I'm not. (laughs) It's believed that no fewer than 15 spirits haunt the Golden Fleece. Wow. And many, many guests and staff have reported sightings of spirits wandering the corridors, moving things around, walking up and down the staircase in the middle of the night. And one of the most well-known ghosts is that of Lady Anne Peckett, the wife of a former mayor of York named John Peckett. And according to legend, Lady Peckett was a socialite who loved to throw parties and attend events. After her death, her ghost is said to have haunted the streets of York in the form of a lady carrying keys. Some people believe that Lady Peckett's ghost is a benevolent presence that watches over the city and people. While others believe she's more mischievous that enjoys playing tricks on those who cross her path. Cheeky. So, yeah, probably wife of the mayor throwing parties. I reckon she's a bit mischievous, a bit. Yeah. A bit, bit, bit playful, a bit playful. Another well-known ghost of the Golden Fleece is Jeff Monroe, a Canadian airman who was allegedly murdered in his room during World War II. His ghost is said to have been reported to appear in various parts of the pub, and he's said to be particularly active in Room 4, where he's said to have been killed. Ooh. According to some reports, his ghost has been known to move objects around the room and to make loud banging noises. One other ghost is called One-Eyed Jack. Another One-Eyed Jack. I was thinking of Cotton-Eyed Jack then. No, Cotton-Eyed Joe. Is oh. Yeah, ignore that. One-Eyed Jack <laughs> is the ghost of a former customer who lost an eye in a fight. And it's said that he can sometimes be seen sitting in the pub's upper window, staring out of the street below. The stories are often told as part of the pub's ghost tours. There's been quite a few like paranormal investigations taking place at Golden Fleece. I mean, just to, just due to how old it is. Yeah. I mean, five hundred years old is just just insane. It is insane. And the pub itself is believed to be built on the site of a former Roman cemetery. This makes some people believe that some of the hauntings are connected to to that, as always. Yep. There's also stories of a former landlord who was murdered in the pub. Nice. Although I couldn't find anything to, to sort of back, yeah, back that up fully. Um, obviously, the pub itself has got a long, fascinating history as a meeting place for the York Trade Girls and as a coaching in for travellers passing through the city today. Yeah. Lots of visitors, locals love it. Cold atmosphere, traditional pub food, great selection of real ale. As well, advert the for the pub, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one of my my pubs. <laughs> other, <laughs> other ghosts that have been reported include the grumpy old man who's often sighted in the bottom bar area. Most pubs do seem to have a... Like these old-timey pubs do seem to have a grumpy old man element. Yeah. They're always there, you see him. Like old pub near me, up here. No matter what time of day we go, night, in the day, just always in there, just sat on his own, just... Nursing a pint, just looking grumpy. It's sad. I think uh, the olden days, like even when I was young, when I was 18, we used to be down the pub every night. 
me and my mates to playing pool or socializing because we didn't have sky tv back then it was just mm. that's what you did there was no real tv back in those days in my early days so back then when the older ones even less tv so that was like the yeah, social yeah. social like that's where people went i like pubs that have a dog it's always like some pubs just have a dog that just wonders about the pub yeah and yeah chilling out and stuff that's yeah one of the ghosts is that of a young boy seen at the top bar he is believed to be the ghost of a boy who is trampled to death by horses what outside the inn during some time during the victorian period so that's the horrible way to go <laughs> all your ones end up with some kind of horrible death hangings or anything mine yeah mine are save just it like, for the end <laughs> yeah yeah crikey <laughs> I've had some dark ones actually. That's, yeah. yeah, we had to put trigger warnings on previous ones because they were mm. quite dark, weren't they? Mm. I'll do the PVG version, you do the 18 one. <laughs> well, what can I say? Bit, bit of gore. Bit of gore. Yeah, the fans. <laughs> the boy being trampled by horses. Wow. That's painful. So, well, yes, I that was. Imagine. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. By horses as well, as much like I don't know, a herd of horses. Is that what a horses are called? You'll know what a, you should know what a collection of horses is called. A herd, no, no, I don't know, but they're fucking massive things. They, um, well, you think if you're trampled to death by horses, it might have been on like a horse and cart, and there's usually a, probably two of them, or at least. At least two, sometimes you see, don't you? It's a rag of horses. Oh. A rag of horses. Didn't know that. that. Yeah. There you there go. go. Learn, learn time. Um, pursuit of the paranormal. <laughs> so, yes, that is a golden fleece in York, and I'm looking forward to hearing about some more pubs in this famous little city next Definitely. time on Haunted Pub Call. See you next time.